Z, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Well, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. Offensive rebound. Now Ingram drives it up and Have some. Have mercy. Get out of the way. Two-hand flush Brandon Ingram. That handy looks pretty good to me. Get on your feet, New Orleans. My goodness. Indeed, looking forward to the weekend, and what a better way to look at Easter weekend than coming off of a Pelicans play-in win. Were you there? My goodness, was that just absolutely awesome? And I'm playing that Friday because, of course, it is Easter weekend, and, you know, the show tomorrow. So, to me, it feels like Friday, and that's how I feel because, to me, it is absolutely um, a joyous and congratulatory occasion, at least that's how I feel. So that's why I'm going with the Friday day and the Friday theme, because to me, it is uh, what we're looking forward to now, is the Pelicans will take on the Clippers in a, another play-in game, this time for the eighth seed. So that's something that they're going to be working on tomorrow. That will be in L.A. Pels last night getting the job done against San Antonio. I cannot wait to hear from you about your thoughts on that game. Were you there among the crowd that was predominantly dressed in red and just absolutely, I mean, just was in it from the very beginning, from their pregame show outside of Section 104, 105, to, you know, the the, the game itself all the way to, to the end. The crowd was awesome. The game was something. So much to take away from that as well. So I'm looking forward to it. When uh, you give us a buzz, 800-998-1003. Love to hear you. And more importantly, want you to chime into the conversation at ESPN Radio NOLA is the way to do so as well. Got a couple of questions of the day. And more importantly, it's about you. I want to hear from you how you feel today. Not a ton of guests. Got Will Guillory coming up at 1.30. Going to hear from him. Because um, his column this week on The Athletic kind of backs up a point that I was making about C.J. McCollum and how I tweeted it last night, especially after I heard him after the game. Essentially, he, he's Breeze 2.0. That's what I've been kind of saying, that I think he can be, has the potential to sort of be. Obviously, you you got a few more seasons, a few more months and years and games and things of that nature to get to that point where you feel it. But the reason I've been using that analogy is the reference in terms of what Drew did on and off the field and the importance of him being lockstep with head coach Sean Payton changing the narrative, the culture, and how New Orleans is viewed. How New Orleans was viewed as a football town. Sure, the fan base and the passion was there, but it wasn't sellouts. It wasn't where you would wear your Saints gear to work or school. 
306. You had fans, and sure, every now and then you'll have ones that call and say, I was there. The opening kickoff return for a touchdown, very first game in Tulane Stadium. I hear you. But it was an organization, at, at, I would even say at best, medi- mediocrity. It was, they were losing. They were losers. How do you change that? Yes, winning helps and matters, but you got to get to that point. And there's a lot of foundational pieces that it takes to get to that point. And we can look at a lot of different comparisons, and we've talked about it with Sean Fox, who's come on from 97.7 Sports Talk up there in Fun Row. And, you know, he, he says it. It's just, it's just eerie, the parallels to 2006 with this team. And I was trying to think about it because we've been saying that on this show here, and you've heard me saying it. And we're going to get into the game specifics, all the moments, that dunk that I thought was key because that is the question of the day. What moment stands out to you? What do you think was the biggest moment? There were a ton of them. The way Herb Jones played. I'm looking at the highlight list here that the Pelicans put up, and literally it's Herb Jones steal C.J. Lay-in. Herb, Herb Jones steal put back. Herb Jones reverse lay-in. Herb Jones three ball. Herb Jones three ball. Herb Jones dunk. I His imprint not only was all over the game, it's all over this team in this season. I, I we, can, we can discuss this later if you'd like, too, and once the season ends. I, I'll make the case and argument that he's the MVP on this team. Right? Most valuable player. Like, to me, I look at it as, take that guy out, what's that team like? We've seen this team play without B.I. I hear you. They, they don't win many games. This team didn't have C.J. McCollum for most of the season. But you take that guy out? Hmm. I tell you what, Jose Alvarado, that legend is growing by the second. By the second. He was the only guy that could find distance. Remember we said yesterday one of the keys in that game would be three-point shooting? Yeah. Jose was the only one that was able to do that for a bit. And, yeah, of course, the Spurs couldn't miss. But anyway, we're going to get into that game this hour, and I'm looking forward to it. So 800-998-1003. But I wanted to open up. And kind of do the rest of this opening segment in the analogy as to why I thought yesterday was so big and why I think it's already a successful season. And I'm not saying that I think this team's losing tomorrow or it's done or I'm good. That's not what I'm getting at. I think they have a very good chance to win tomorrow. It's going to be tough, different challenge, like C.J. McCollum said after the game. But I think it was big for a number of reasons yesterday. In that you have a fan base that, you know, is paying attention, kind of looking into it. And you have maybe different levels of that fan base. You have the ones that have stuck through it, through thick and thin. You have ones that have followed this organization or this team since they've moved to Charlotte. Three different owners, you know. I mean, from the NBA to Shin to the Bensons. Um, a handful of players that... Or name players in the league, from BD to Chris Paul to AD to now the Zion saga, who's 360 dunking again yesterday before the game. And, of course, that's what ESPN showed late last night. That's what ESPN shows all this morning is him dunking. There's Windhorse. What does it mean on Zion? But it is interesting because I do think the narrative is starting to change with that a bit. And we'll get to that later on in the show as some are questioning whether or not the organization should give Zion Williamson that extension or a long-term contract. We'll get to that this year because, I mean, this hour, because I, I do think it's kind of what we talked about yesterday, right? 
this swell of support, this connection with the community, it's sans Zion. It's different than the excitement and swell and hope you had Fulton Street, draft night. That was, here he comes. I, again, I keep using it. It's eerie, the parallel. And I'm not saying that we should compare everything that the Pels do to the Saints. I'm just saying we, we've seen it happen organically and seen what worked and what doesn't work when it comes to the Saints, which is why I, I reference it a lot. But the drafting of Reggie Bush was the change. Finally. The name, finally the eye. I mean, we're good. Just because he's playing, you're an A or B block on Sports Center for the Saints highlights. I mean, finally, Gail Sayers has arrived. Some dude that's not very tall with an interesting birthmark on his right cheek became the savior. And that's why I want to talk to Will about the CJ McCullough. What he said after the game yesterday, what he did in that game. How he performed, that was key. I thought it was key how Brandon Ingram performed as well at the very beginning. That dunk was key. Showed you he had that confidence. He was ready to take that step. Um, The Pels may be below that game. If B.I. doesn't hit those two shots back-to-back, Greg Popovich, you'll hear that this hour, actually mentioned it. That was the key. Game had gotten down to six. B.I. finally rattled in two straight. Pels went over six minutes without scoring. Overcoming things that have become their narrative, unfortunately, in the past several years. We sat in the studio with the Graf and Jordan and went over 14 games last year. We gave them names. We went over each and every one. 14 double-digit games they blew. They're finding ways to win this year. And they did it yesterday. So I'm trying to think of the different analogies to it because, yeah, they still got another game in order to get into the playoffs and have a four-game series. And then we'll see if Zion plays or not and, you know, what that's going to be like against the number one seed, the Phoenix Suns, who, I mean, to me, are the best team in the NBA. They have a franchise record number of wins this season, so they're playing better than it did last year. But to me, I'm going to focus, I'm going to look at today as a success. And the only analogy, I guess, that popped in my head that makes sense to me is um, kind of dating to an, to an extent. In, in other words, the Pels have been asking for a number for a while, right, this season. Been asking for a number for a while. I look at us, we got this, it's not, I, I hear you, but do you want to give them, do you want to go on this date? Last night, you finally went on that date. That's how it feels. The first date. The first date with perhaps the one that afterwards you're, you're immediately texting your buddy or family member or somebody, going, maybe. It's different. That's how I felt yesterday. I, I don't know if it's going to be, you know, in a relationship, it's going to be marriage. Gotta get a good sense and feel. With that special someone, you could probably still remember that first date. There's moments that stick out that are different. That's how it felt yesterday. That that dunk by B.I. was, I'm here, I'm ready. He's ready to be that guy in front of the nation's eyes, ready to do that. Not nervous, doing it. 
Herb Jones doing what he's done all season. Now everyone's going, who's that guy? We were like, yes, that guy. He played up, stepped up, did exactly what he's done all season. Jose Alvarado, hey, I, I'm not just a, a normal story and it's been fun. I'm not, I'm not having settled. That guy was key last night. Key last night. Not just the threes he hit, the defense that led to other assists. He was key last night. Valanchunas, key last night. And then McCullum, again, I mean, guy had 30 plus points. And that's how I sort of felt where if you've been a long-term fan, hey, this is a nice reward for you. If you're one of those, hey, you know, I'll tune in, you know, if they care or if Zion will play or, you know, whatever, they're going to mess it up or, you know, you're one of those people that called at the beginning of the season, just sell it. Who cares? And we've, we've had to go over the, who sells a billion dollar organization? You just don't do that. You fire people to get people in place that will run it better, right? All those different aspects and things. So when you look at all of that, and at the end of the day, that's sort of somewhat how it feels, you know? They, they're in it right for that second date. To, to many of us, we're in. We're good. I'll date you. Let's go. I remember somebody even really give you a ring, but that's sort of how I feel. It felt like, you know, that, that first date that maybe somebody has been trying for a long, long time. The Pels have been trying to get you on board. Come, come to the games. You're going to like us. Give us a shot. And that's why it was so important to me because for a good percentage, as Brandon Ingram said after the game, he's never seen that many people at the Smoothie King Center. For a good percentage of those people, they haven't paid attention. They haven't seen the team. They haven't been part of it. They haven't maybe followed it as close as us. They maybe don't understand the Zion's leaving, Zion's this thing from the national media. So that might have been their first opportunity to be like, who's this guy? Short, cool-looking hair. Dude's awesome. His name is Jose. I mean, did you see the video that Luke Johnson, who covers the Saints, walking back to his car, had underneath that that little underpass, you know, that goes from the old Benson Tower and the New Orleans Center, and, and you're listening to hundreds of fans singing, Jose, 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 Jose. I mean, it's organic. It's organic. The way the crowd stands up when Herb Jones swats a ball late in the second quarter into the stands. It's organic. And I think that was the biggest win last night. Yes, they get the chance to play the Clippers tomorrow. But I think bigger than that, you left a lasting impression on people that maybe were, you know, well, let me see. Let me see what all this is about. I think you left that impression on people yesterday. And I think that's the biggest win. They performed well. They didn't, you know, bleep the bed. You didn't see them come up short. You didn't see Brandon Ingram not play well. C.J. McCollum, who was the guy that you got in the trade, not live up to that hype, you know? Herb Jones, get torched a bit. Alvarado, a couple of turnovers. Just maybe the moment was too big. Matter of fact, as we go to break, I'm going to come back with what Greg Popovich said after the game. Greg Popovich said it was the other way around. He felt the moment was too big for his team. And he actually felt that Willie Green and his Pelicans played with more poise and energy than his team needed to. 
When I heard that last night, I my mouth literally dropped. That's why I think last night was a huge win. And my analogy of it's, you know, the first date of maybe perhaps the one, right? The relationship. I don't know. We'll see. But, of course, you still got play in action. You got games tonight. You got games tomorrow. So... Go ahead, pull up, open that DraftKings Sportsbook app. It's the official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can bet 5 bucks on any team to win and get $150 in free bets instantly. You can clinch a win no matter what. Old DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also bet on NBA hoops for same-game parlays. Those things are fun. You add different legs, the more money you win, right? So it's threes, it's rebounds, it's... Different aspects of it, who will score double-digit figures, things like that. So, look, it's easy. The more legs you add, the more money you win. Plus, each day of the play-ins, you get a risk-free bet up to $10 if your same-game parlay does not hit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code LaRose. Bet 5 bucks on any NBA team to win that play-in tournament game and get $150 in free bets instantly. Use the promo code LaRose. Quick break. We come back. We'll open up the phone lines. It's the Sports Hangover. And you're home for Pelicans basketball, ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafouche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette, plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply, 985-223-8807, Highway 311 in Homa. When you order curbside pickup on the new Rouse's shopping app, you pay the same price for groceries as in-store. And you get free pickup on all orders, $35 or more. Download the new Rouse's shopping app on the App Store or get it on Google Play. Place your order, choose your curbside pickup time, and your Rouse's Market's personal shopper will shop your order for you. And load your groceries into your car. It's just that easy. Rouse's Market. Feels like home. Home health services in South Lafouche are vital right now. Look no further than Lady of the Sea Home Health. For the sick, the elderly, and the homebound, our caring staff makes each day a little brighter, a little better. With quality health care and warm, genuine support, you and your loved ones are most comfortable, content, and independent in your own home. Speak to your physician today about home health services from Lady of the Sea. Call 632-6900 for more information. The job search can be a frustrating journey filled with long, lonely hours on a computer and countless attempts to get noticed by employers. ZipRecruiter gets it. No one wants to feel alone in their job search. That's why ZipRecruiter's AI does so much of the work for you. They save you time by sending you jobs you can apply for with one click, and they pitch your profile to employers. So you stand out. Job seekers, feel the love. Sign up for free at ZipRecruiter.com. Once again, that's ZipRecruiter.com. In the NBA play-in tournament, there are no sure things except one. Bet at least $20 in same-game parlays on FanDuel Sportsbook, and you'll get an instant bonus, win or lose. That's right. Not only do you get to enjoy the NBA's best duking it out for the right to advance in the playoffs, but FanDuel's giving all customers a bonus for getting in on the action. Oh, 
And the more you bet, the bigger your bonus. I like the Pelicans to cover 5.5 points against the Spurs in the play-in tournament, and I like the game to go under 230 points. I like over 22.5 points for C.J. McCollum. Go Pels. FanDuel is an official partner of the NBA. Their app is safe, easy to use, and you get your winnings fast. You to FanDuel Sportsbook, sign up today with promo code KLRZ to make every moment more. So don't just watch the NBA playing tournament, be part of it. Bet at least $20 in same-game parlays and get an instant bonus, win or lose. Must be 21 and over and present in Louisiana. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable free bets that expire in seven days. Max bonus $100. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-877-770-STOP. Can we talk? talk sports? Real sports. Give us a hot spoonful of your opinion. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. In with the mid-range. Got the roll from the left elbow. Greg Popovich will take his penultimate timeout. Yeah, you keep getting stops, and you'll give yourself a chance to get your offense back in rhythm if you keep getting stopped. That's a 6-0 run. And the Pels have it at the right time. Oh, boy. I don't know about you, but I, I was a little nervous there, to say the least. Lee, I'm going to get to you in a quick second, but I promised folks going into the break that you would hear from Greg Popovich. And we're going to get into the Pels locker room sound here as well after your phone call. But here's Pop after the game. We stayed in it, got back in it, but then we made the same mistakes again that we did in the first three quarters as far as uh, non-physical defense. It's the playoffs. Uh, you got to be into people. Uh, the physicality and the grunt is really important, and we didn't have it for three quarters. Got back into it like we always do, but then we made some of those same mistakes, and Ingram scored two two in a row right in the middle of the lane uh, with nobody even touching him, basically, to get there. So uh, great lessons for our guys. Uh, I don't know if it's you know the enormity of the situation, the playoff kind of atmosphere or whatever, but... For the first three quarters, we reverted back to the way we were three months ago. And we'd gotten all through that and done a good job, but this kind of brought it back. So our youth really showed uh, until they kind of collected themselves, but it took too long. Uh, so, you know, I'm disappointed. I'm sure they are too, but I understand it. I'm proud of them for hanging in there after playing so poorly. Now I watched that live on Scott Van Pelt, Lee, as we bring into the conversation. I don't know if they edited it out, but I'm almost positive – he mentioned how Willie Green and the Pelicans played well and they were the more poised team. And you heard some some interruptions there. And I wonder if they edited that out, which is really weird that you would do that. But I, I'm positive he mentioned that. I, I saw that after the game. Lee, I saw you yesterday, man, during the pregame show. You and the lovely wife. Um, That ought to be awesome, huh? Hello, Lee. Hello? Hello, Lee? Yeah, I'm here. Hey, all right, man. I'm here, uh, Gus. Got you. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I can. Oh, great, great. Yeah, I was saying when we first got there, right, Um, it was like the arena was like 10 to 12% full. And while you guys were setting up, we went in and checked out what was going on. I could feel it. It was just different. It was different. I, I can't explain it, but it's it, like the people that were there was like, Man, this is going to be a big night. I could tell going in it was going to be that way. And I'm going to tell you another thing. I, the comments you were talking about what Pop said, I heard those same comments. And I'm going to tell you, it means a lot coming from him because I have nothing but respect for Greg Popovich, man. I I mean, that just one tremendous, tremendous coach. I've always had dreams about him coaching us, you know. So 
I'm going to just leave that right there. That's how I feel about him as a person and as a coach. He's just a great guy, man. Um, coming from him, that means the world, you know. And, and I felt the same way. I felt like the Pelicans just simply wanted it more. And they fed off. I felt like they were feeding off of us all night. You could just feel it. And and for all of the all of the Fairweather fans that were there, hey, you know what? The bandwagon is the bandwagon is is is, is not full. Keep coming. We don't. I don't care. I don't care how you get there. Just get there. Just you know, if if you was like me, was when it was three and sixteen, and you were saying, "Look, man, just trust the process. They love this coach. They're gonna play for this coach." If you was like me, you knew they were gonna turn this around and find a way to make it to the play-in. Because I I called it early in the season that they will find a way. They did it. Or if you were just a a, a casual fan and said, you know what, let me go see what this is all about, and you're excited. Hey, welcome to the welcome to the bandwagon. It's it's here. It's here. It's time to get on. Because Willie Green, I think he's the right guy. I think we found the right coach. I think we're on the cusp of having the right team. Now it's just a and I even seen it in Zion's face. Man, he's like, man, you know, what? I need to get out. You know what? Together, man, these, these guys are for real. And and I'm telling you, there's room on the bandwagon for him too, guys. Mm-hmm. There's room on the bandwagon for Zion. Hey, Zion, welcome to the team. Welcome to the team. Now get yourself ready, man. We got we got a playoff push this year, next year. Hey, I'm looking for us to be a front runner next year. That's that's how I feel about this team. I think we're a couple of pieces away, and we could very well have those pieces locked in next year. Because I'm not giving up on the hope that Damon Lillard might want to come here. I'm telling you, C.J. McCollum is our ambassador right now. He's our ambassador of Kwan. He's the man. He he's telling people, like, hey man, these guys got something real going on down here in uh, in Nola. Willie Green got something going on down here in Nola. And I think Damon Lillard and other veterans are looking at it like, you know what? That might be a good situation right here. You know? So, hey, I'm I'm like, look, the bandwagon is available to the fans. It's available to the players that want to come and play a role and be a part of what we got going on because the needle is not, not pointing up. That needle is stuck in the up position. It's stuck. Ain't no pointing. It's not pointing anymore, Gus. It's stuck. It's broken in the up position. And that's what I want. That's where it's going to stay for a long time. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel about this team. I hear you, Lee. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. the phone call, bud. You got it. Yep, there he yeah. is. And again, I think that's one of the things that really stands out to me uh, about last night is you, you did get that sense and feeling. We're sitting here doing the pregame. Well, with the crew, the Graf, Daniel, Aaron, Jordan, we're all sitting there, and that's so many people just. Literally walking up to the table and just saying, you know, go Pels or, you know, just excited uh, about the situation and getting into it. I, I, it's, it just felt different. That's what I'm saying. I, I don't know if that's how I, I sort of feel, you know, when it comes to that. And then, of course, when the game got close and then boom, you, uh, you found a way to win. Ten point lead, shot clock at seven. Abram bounce for you to Jonas, drives in, kick it to her. General D, thanks for giving us a call. I saw you last night as well, man. I know you were pumped up. You almost broke my hand when you high-fived me, by the way. You're, you're slightly bigger than me, so keep that in mind the next time you see me. But was it what you thought, man? And you heard my analogy. It almost felt like, okay, that was, that was the first date of, of someone that kept asking for your number a while, a while, and finally, fine, I'll go on this date. But you know what? It turned out to be pretty good. 
and they've earned the right for the second one. And I think for a lot of people, you know, maybe it's the, the start of something. I don't know. Am I wrong on that? Hello, General D. Hello? Hello? Hey, hey, man. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah. yeah can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. I, I, said, I said the last caller echoed my, my exact sentiments. You know, there's plenty of room on the bandwagon now, man. Jump on board. And one of the things that was actually great to see is we had three rookies out there at one point from this class and uh, in contributing at a high level. Um, you know, the, the excitement in the building was, was just palpable. I mean, it was just crazy. Everybody was in there. What I thought was even more poignant of anything is the fact that these guys showed up on the national stage. And you can't tell me right. that if you didn't watch this club that you didn't say that these guys play from top to bottom 100% for that coach. And that says a lot because in the NBA, it's usually a star-driven league. But in this team – you can point to the one man on the sidelines with his arms folded most of the game, and that's Willie That's Willie Green. But I will say the big thing that changed the, the, the sea change in culture was, was bringing in C.J. McCollum. I mean, when the when all of a sudden you, things were going bad, you look around, you needed a bucket, he was a guy that just showed up and played. And, you know, yeah. even some of the animation that the guys played with last night, I mean, Herb Jones was mean mugging the crowd. After he freaking got the block, I mean, I was going absolutely berserk. You know, yeah, it's a great story about Jose, but the bigger story is the fact that the impact that he makes on the floor. It's not the mm-hmm. fact that it's just that he was an undrafted rookie and he, you know, looks like he could be anybody off the street playing. No, he's a guy that makes a major impact right. on the defensive end that translates to offense. Um, you know, one of the things I saw today, I, I actually was, I thought would be interesting, is is I wanted to comment on is that having a first round pick. To go with Zion, who's going to be a part of this roster next year, no yep. question. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no doubt you have to give him the, the extension. You know, the, from what he was on the floor, you give him the extension. But putting a first round pick here, I, it's almost like, where does that guy come in? Is he going to have to develop? Do you mm-hmm. go and move that for a proven point guard, which I think anybody would love to have, and I think DJ would love to have. Damian Lillard would be a guy that I'd like to have on this team. They're in a the rebuild mode. What would it take to put him on the roster? And if not him, what about De'Aaron Fox? Those are two guards that if you put that on this roster, I think the, the sky's the limit, and I think we automatically catapult ourselves to be a top-five team in the West and right. probably in the league. Yeah. No, I, there, no, I, I generally I'm with you. I think we kind of touched on a little bit with the caller about that yesterday. Uh, I think it was Jack maybe towards the end of the show. Um, you have options. You have options. And, and that's the thing. Look, if somewhere in the draft you see a guy that you think – can help you. And I, I don't, I don't know that if I see that in a point guard, I'm trying to think of the, you know, the, the final four, the NCAA tournament, you know, did, did we see somebody that you think could come into it? Cause what would you say generally that that's kind of where we need that, that, that help perhaps would be point guard, you know? Um, yeah, with that is, I mean, it, yeah. Right so now, go ahead. Yeah. No, I think if you, if you slide McCollum over to his natural spot at the two, you know, he's going to be able to have the ball. It's kind of a, a seamless offense the way they run it anyway. I mean, a lot mm-hmm. of guys handle the basketball. And then when you play isolation sometimes with B.I. and C.J., I mean, it really opens the floor up. But a true point guard, and you see that when when Alvarado is in the game. And, look, Alvarado is giving you everything he's got, and he's being effective in his play. Yeah. I don't think he's ready to be an elite starting point guard. We've talked about this before in the show. 
you look at the elite point guards in the Western Conference, you can even push it over to the Eastern Conference. You're talking about some, some killers out there. So you need a guy that can match them. And what happens a lot of times, if you're putting CJ on that guy, it's taking away from his offense. And it looks like what we've been doing is putting Herb on some of these guys, which is fantastic. But, man, having a legitimate point guard to go and run your offense, um, is, is I think is really where the team needs to go to. But last night, I got to take my hat to the the, the, the uh, Brandon Ingram. When all of a sudden things started kind of going down in that third quarter, he stepped up, made some plays. And, I mean, look, I, I just love the fact that these guys produced on the national stage because I've been seeing it all along. And the last caller mentioned as well, good things are happening. Good things are coming. And I've been invested since, you know, since the Pelicans got here, but it was the Hornets. And uh, I really just see promising basketball now from this team. And everybody is playing for one. It's, a, it's an all-together mentality. And I tell you what, this city will embrace people that love this city. And all those guys on that, on that floor love mm-hmm. this city. And I'm going to include Zion in that. And I don't want to hear what all the national media keeps wanting to put him in a big market. Because Zion has said all along that he wants to be here. Granted, he could have probably quelled some of the, the doubters that were out there. Sure. But I think, you know, you can see his interactions with his teammates on the sidelines, and you put him with this group, be it either the next series a couple of minutes or for next year, and this team all of a sudden is a major factor in the Western Conference. Uh, look, man, it, it, it's hard to believe that it wouldn't be that case, but it, it is funny how narratives change. Because when we come out of break, General D, I'm going to play two sound bites by two ESPN analysts that literally, verbally, and openly question whether or not the Pels should move on from Zion. That's interesting. So, and it's not because of they can't do anything for him and he can't win here. You know what I'm saying, General D? That's, that's a different narrative. That's a different narrative from months ago where he can't win here. They haven't put anything around him here. Now all of a sudden it's very interesting to see how his camp handles this where they're questioning whether but it's still, he it's, can help the it's Pels. Still the same, it's, it's still the same thing, Gus. They're trying to move him out of this market. So it, it, it doesn't matter if they say, oh, well, they're not going to sign him because he hasn't been healthy. He's a transcendent talent. That'd be, mm-hmm. We'd be absolutely insane to give up on this guy. I think you sign him, you give him the extension, you play him, and then you then take on his value of seeing if you want to move him because mm-hmm. he's not fitting with the chemistry of the team or something like that. But there's no way he's earned that contract and he earned the right to play with this team because this team has needs one player away from being, I think, a deep-run playoff team. Yep, no doubt about it. Thank you, General D. Appreciate the phone call, bud. Thank you, guys. Go right, Pels. Eight, oh, there he is. Go Pels. 800-998-1003. We'll take a quick break. We come back. I don't know if we'll have time to do it. I know the graph was going to give us a buzz on the tarmac. They are taking off at 1 o'clock, the Pels. Uh, we'll see if we can get him to give us his thoughts on what last night was like. If not, that means open phone lines. I have no guests this hour. I want to hear from you. What was it like to be at the Smoothie King Center last night? We'll finally get into the locker room and hear what these guys have to say here as well. Coach Green, B.I., C.J., The Works. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. My big brother and I believe that seniors who are about to graduate are a very special group with a very special future. If you have a senior at home, I bet you feel just like we do. If you want to do something really special for graduation this year, come to Ramsey's. We've got a 
plan. A Louisiana state of mind is the pendant to have. Because there's no place like home. It's a solid silver Louisiana with a diamond New Orleans. Just $129. And we have them in gold with a bigger diamond and a fleur-de-lis. We also have the incredibly famous Circle of Love diamond pendant. Time is measured in minutes. But life is measured in moments. $149, $229, and $499. Or you can go big. How big? Big diamond solitaire studs. Big. She'll be wearing those diamond studs with pride for the rest of her life. The largest diamond store in Louisiana is Ramsey's Diamond Jewelers. On veterans between Bonneville and West End and Metairie. Do you think all premium fuels are the same? Well, your engine doesn't. Shell V Power Nitro Plus helps keep your engine running like new because it's engineered to defend against four main engine threats. Gunk, wear, corrosion, and friction. So next time, choose Shell's most advanced fuel ever. It's fuel for thought. In engines that continuously use Shell V Power Nitro Plus premium gasoline. Serving part-time in the Army National Guard has led to a lot of firsts for me. It paid for me to be the first person in my family to go to school. That education got me to the first day at my dream job, which I can still hold while I serve part-time. That job and the home loan benefits I got from the Army National Guard helped me buy my first house. I also know that I will be one of the first to respond if my community ever needs me. Sponsored by the Louisiana Army National Guard. Aired by the Louisiana Association of Broadcasters and this station. What would you say you do here? Sports. Sports. All day long. Hello, sports fans. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Go home. He knows that. That's why he is. That's he doing what he's doing here. He a dog. He's he's meant for these moments, and you know, and he embracing it. Like I said, like we ain't running away from it. We got some, you know, killers on young young killers on our team, and he's one of them. You know, he leads us um defensively, and then you know when we see him going, we knew it was gonna be a a long night. Whoever he, he was, you know, going at him. Love it. That is Jose Alvarado, who, again, just absolutely was key last night. Absolutely key. Not only with, with some of the things that he did, but, man, um, defensively shooting the three ball, for an example. Six, nine, fifty to go, second quarter. Jose, left wing. Get it down low. Naji spins right, spins left, kick it back out to Jose, pops the straightaway three. Oh, my heavens. Jose, yeah. can you see a and then I think this was just as big a play to really give you some momentum going into that. Kick it right corner, Vassell, shot fake on Alvarado, didn't pull the trigger. Shot clock and one. Alvarado with a steal. Three on two break. Jose will back it out now. Leave it for CJ. Right wing three. Get in there. Yes, sir. Christian James McCollum. Welcome to the play-in. I love it. I mean, again, though, that Alvarado's just making the right play. He's just a hooper, isn't he? He's just a basketball player, man. He's so much fun to watch. 800-998-1003. If you'd like to chime in, uh, open phone lines for you. I want to hear from you if you're, you know, at the Smoothie King Center. Was it what you thought? What was the environment like? If you watched it, I want to hear from you. What do you think of this team? Obviously, they're getting set to head on over to L.A., uh, taking off around the top of the hour and then we'll play tomorrow night. But I, I'd love to know from you what you think, um, that you're seeing from this team and what you felt last night. Here's CJ McCollum last night. First we'll do with, uh, Cassidy Hubbard from, uh, from ESPN and the post game 
on the floor for you guys that were at the arena, didn't get a chance to see this. They posted this, so I wanted you to hear it. But this was what the nation, I, I guess, heard afterwards in the game and spoke with CJ, who had the team high for the Pels. CJ, 32 points. You're no stranger to these uh, win-or-go-home situations, but how would you describe the overall team effort, especially when they tried to make a late run in this game? I thought we did a pretty good job of showing poise down the stretch, considering how young we are. We had some lapses, but all in all, I like our defensive effort. I like the way Brandon finished the game. He was aggressive, got to the basket. Big fellow was great in the middle, and Herb, for him to be a rookie, you know, his defensive instinct, his prowess, ability to finish around the basket was spectacular tonight. Look, you've talked about finding a new identity in this new chapter. How comfortable are you feeling right now trying to lead this young team, as you mentioned, towards the playoff berth? I'm at home. It's my new home, man. I'm, I'm happy to be here. I'm thankful. I've got a great opportunity to continue to get better as a player, as a person, as a leader. Continue to help these guys and try to make a push and, and do something that they haven't done since since they beat the Blazers. <laughs> Your new home was rocking the night, but now you go on the road to take on the Clippers. We heard the beat L.A. chance. What are you anticipating about that matchup with the eighth seed on the line? Dogfight. That's a physical team. They're very well coached. They got veterans. They got star power. And uh, they execute. So we got to be ready to play. We got to refocus. Uh, enjoy this victory tonight and understand that that's a different type of challenge that we got to mentally and physically be ready for. So you go, there's, you know, CJ, and again, that's why I keep referring to it as, you know, Breeze-like. John, thank you for giving us a call here on the Sports Hangover. What you got? Uh, thank you so much for taking my call on this Friday Eve. What a day for the Pelicans. I just wanted to say real quick, the uh, I, I did not go to the game last night. I watched mm-hmm. it on ESPN. Sure. I will say I was very, very upset. I couldn't hear Joel Myers or AD call it. Um, but it was nice to see some national media attention go to the Pelicans, obviously, in a, in a must-win game. I will say, the one thing I'm going to mention, and this has been harped on all season, mm-hmm. and it's beautiful because Doris Burke said it last night live on the air, and she has a vote for all defensive NBA teams. Nice. And though she didn't vote for Herb Jones, she said that. She says he will definitely get the national recognition as a rookie um, for all defensive teams, and it's it, it, Astonishing because this is from a small market team. This is mm-hmm. a rookie player coming from Alabama who was almost unheard of before he got here. And it's just nice to see that, you know, the national media is, is a, a broadcasting media that has shown respect to small market teams and a small market player like Herb Jones. So Doris Burke last night, props to her. Herb Jones should make an all defensive team, not just a rookie team, but just an all defensive team. He has been, him and Alvarado have been. Just unsung heroes for this team, and right. you know it, it's great, great basketball to watch. So it's all I wanted to mention was Herb Jones on the defensive end. He's just been oh phenomenal my to watch. As a I, mean, I mean, I said it, John, at the start of the show. It's crazy when I look at you know the highlights that the Pels, you know, Daniel and and Joe Cardosi set together and and cut for us, and you know, and and then air for their you know show as well. Herb's in two thirds of the highlights. I mean, he's in two-thirds of the highlights they cut. And to your point, if you watch that game, the imprint that that guy has on a game is unbelievable. We'll do this at the end of the year when everything is done. But, we'll, you know, I'll ask you, who's the MVP vote on this team, dude? And you're going to have to argue um, against Herb, if you're asking me. You're going to have to argue against him. I, I, I don't know where this team is without him. From what he does energy-wise, just smart basketball sense. And to your point... 
you know, a guy that was drafted in the second round and you didn't know what you expected out of that and, and has kind of done, what you want, I think, if you're a fan, right? This guy's come in, put his head down and work and his play, his effort, is getting the recognition, you know? I mean, he didn't come in, Absolutely. as you mentioned, with that, that, that heralded stuff. And as far as Doris goes, dude, I, I've said this before, and I, and I know they're, they're the parent company. She should absolutely be on, on the A team. I, I am not a fan of Gundy and Jackson. <laughs> and then I just, I'm not. I agree, I, right? I, 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 I just am not. Um, I, I'd much rather the TNT broadcast, but part because of that. But when Doris calls, like, she not only knows her stuff, but, Man, she'll tell you how it is, you know, good or bad in, in certain things. I like her. I like her a lot. Absolutely, Gus. And I, I'm going to follow up on, on – I'm harping on Herb Jones because, like I yeah. said, he's been absolutely phenomenal. And obviously the biggest turnaround, in my opinion, this season, and we always talk about 1-12 and 3-16, and, and 16, mm-hmm. you know, Herb Jones was inserted into the lineup at that point. Like, I don't know if fans really realize – when he was inserted into the lineup, that was when we were at three and sixteen. Yeah. And then once we became that lineup, we became a five hundred team. You yeah. know, it wasn't like we were losing thirteen games, thirteen games under five hundred. We were a five hundred team once he was inserted into the lineup because at the start of the season he wasn't. I want to ask you, Gus, and mm-hmm. I have this debate with with many, many, many of my friends. What is the actual ceiling that you predict? could be Herb Jones. Like, I always look at him, and I see right now, like, a Tony Allen, right? Mm. Like a Memphis Grizzlies, like a defensive guy that's the heart of the defense for, you know, a a tough, gritty team. A lot of my friends say he could potentially grow into, like, a Kawhi Leonard, which I think would be the absolute ceiling. But, you know, what what do you say could be Herb Jones in the future? Like, what what would be an accurate player comparison? You know, it's interesting. Did, did you happen to hear um, my conversation? Was it Friday with David Wesley? It was Friday with David Wesley. Did you happen to hear that? I'm, if not, go to our SoundCloud page, and I'm going to tell Jordan to, to separately post that if we can here. If not, tweet it later today. Specifically because, John, I asked him to compare. I mean, he's played, you know, Bowen, you know, other guys, Meta. I mean, he's played against some good defenders that maybe had some offensive game, things of that nature. And I said, can you compare him to anybody? Like, who does he remind you of? And he couldn't think of anyone. He just said he's, he's kind of doing his own thing because on, on some of those players that you mentioned, like when you think of Bruce Bowen or something like that, it's, it's the physicality. You, you bring up Tony Allen in the size thing. He's just different because of his length, right? And he, but he kind of plays defense because he's so quick with his footwork. He's not the guy that's constantly two hands shoving you to get in your way. He's contesting shots. He has the length and athleticism to jump from inside the three-point arc and block a left-wing three like he did a couple games ago. Um, yet at the same time, can finish on the offensive end. You're, you're seeing him maybe show that three-point shooting. At the same time, he can assist. I mean, just he rebounds. There's so many different aspects of it. Normally, I think of a good defender, and that, that's what he does. And maybe he adds a, a bit of an, an offensive element. But I always get the sense and feel that if he focused on the offensive end and wasn't making his name on a defensive end, I think he'd be just as good. So I, I really I don't know. Right. Right. Absolutely. I agree. I agree. Gus, thank you so much for taking the call. Tomorrow's going to be a good Friday. Tomorrow, tomorrow's <laughs> going to be a good Friday. So, it is. It is. So it, in more ways fair. than one. Thank you, man. I appreciate it, John. Thank you for the phone call. 
For Thank sure, you. man. Always a pleasure. Mr. Black, I see you. Let's hit the break, and I'll give you the time. We come back. It's the Sports Hangover. Love the phone calls. Keep them coming, folks. It's the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Spring is finally here. At Greg LeBlanc Toyota in Homa, we're ready. With truckloads of fresh inventory arriving daily. Plus fantastic deals like the all-new redesigned 2022 Toyota Tundra. Or the fuel-efficient class-leading MPG with Camry and Corolla. Greg LeBlanc Toyota is also giving you top dollar for your trade. Go ahead and shop the inventory online now at GregLeBlancToyota.com. These outstanding deals won't last long. Nope. Greg's got the deals. Shop South Hollywood Road. An accident with an 18-wheeler can cause king-size problems and wreck your life. If you've been injured by a big rig, don't play the game of claims with the insurance companies. The King Firm attorneys are experienced at handling 18-wheeler crashes and will seek king-sized awards for their clients. Get the royal treatment you deserve when you ring the king. If you've been in an accident with an 18-wheeler, ring the king at 909-KING. Pesky mosquitoes, gnats, and all kinds of South Louisiana bugs taking over your yard? Have no fear, Buzz Off is here to save your summer. Buzz Off is the only locally owned pest control company focusing on your outdoor living space. They use 100% organic ingredients, safe to all humans and pets. Check us out on Facebook or book your appointment today at buzzoffnow.com. You need our cedar beaters now? Call 985-333-8989 today to take your lawn back. Buzz Off Mosquito Control, safe, effective, guaranteed. State Farm offers surprisingly great rates on auto insurance, but what does that mean? Surprising. This often means something comes out of nowhere, like finding that $20 bill in your dryer. Great? Well, obviously, great means superior. Rates? Simply what one pays in exchange for something. And in this case, that something is State Farm being there when you need them most. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Individual premiums will vary by customer. All applicants subject to State Farm underwriting requirements. When you want the real deal, call State Farm agent Ashley Barrios in Cutoff. Let's hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. 800-998-1003. It's Gus Kattengill with you. Eric on the on-deck circle. Mr. Black, what do you got for us, sir? Hey, how you doing today on this good Friday? I'm doing good, right? Friday, Good Friday Eve, as uh, as John called it there. All right, first things first. I got my red eye shirt from last night. I'm wearing it again today. You know, I got my red eye shirt, so I'm wearing it again tonight in my nose figure at work. Um, I like, I love the way we came out. I love that it felt good in the stadium. Mm-hmm. It, felt good. it felt better than the one in the Lakers. Way better than the Lakers game. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but all that, it frustrated me when you have your feet on somebody's throat. For five minutes, we couldn't make a shot. Mm-hmm. We were giving balls back. We, we couldn't get rebounds or nothing for five good minutes. And, and one thing I liked about CJ McCullough, he, he slowed it down, and he finally got the shot when, was, mm-hmm. when they came into seven, six punts. You know what I'm saying? And I, mm-hmm. I liked that. And he, he went to the hole, and then Brandon Ingram went to the hole. Now, all that, I, I love that, but when you got when you have like 10, 12 punts in, in, in the full quarter, we should just – I know we're young. We're just learning this. But – you know that 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 marble mentality they put out their phone they do. Yeah. And you know maybe I'm wrong for saying that because if we most likely we're going to Los Angeles, you know, and you know don't forget they beat us. We had all our stars and nothing like that, but at the same time, I'm 
I'm saying, you know, if we play like we did the five minutes, for mm-hmm. five minutes in the fourth quarter, I think they're going to blow us out. But if we keep that defense to nasty and put Herb Jones on your boy, um, what's his name? He used to play for Indiana, now play for Clippers. Oh, Paul George. Yeah, Paul George. We put yeah. him on Paul George and let Brandon Ingram do his thing and CJ do his thing and, and Mighty Mouse come off the bench like you did and hit them threes. Oh, man, I think, I think we can get Phoenix are scared too. <laughs> let's, uh, yeah, let's, I, I, let's not get carried away now. Let, let's not get carried. That, why not? That, that's a different level. That's a different focus. And I, I don't know Remember if they'll be scared of us. No, no. I, look, I hear you. Yeah. Believe me. I'm just, look, I, I, I'm just saying, I, I, I'm going to stop short of saying they'd be, they might be scared of us. I mean, that team is, uh, focused. I mean, that team had, what well, it was 3 1, wasn't it? On the Bucks last year? Yeah. Mm. Can you imagine being in the game? Yeah. Actually, eesh, I couldn't imagine being one game away from the title. Like, anything that... can happen. No, no. no I hear you. Anything can through. happen. I'm just, I'm just stopping short of saying that. Come on, that first round. No, first time first. We gotta get this game. Get the Clippers. Hey, let me let me ask you oh, something. No, so, let me ask you something. I'll get to the next caller here. But I want to. Um, what was the moment for you last night? What was the one moment that you're you're remembering? The analogy I'm using, man, is last night was the first date. You know, that, that girl you've been wanting for a bit or the, the first date. Well, what's the one moment, dude, you're telling all your friends about today? When I walked in the stadium, it was building a Lakers game. If you was there for the Lakers game, mm-hmm. you saw how, how it was, like even LeBron said it was like a playoff atmosphere. When I walked in that lake, when I walked in the stadium yesterday, it was it was like nothing I ever did. And I went to a lot of the games. You remember, I called you all season. Mm-hmm. I went to a lot of the game. It ain't felt nothing like that. It's like, man, I was like, wow. It, it, I hate to say it, it felt like mm, one one of the Saints' nice games against Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Have you ever been to Superdome against Atlanta? Yeah, it no, felt yeah. that good. I'm like, man, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? And they they, they kept up the hype. Not like like not like the Saints did against Atlanta the last two years to lose at home and go on the road and win. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying, it was just, it was amazing. I'm like, and they talk about taking us. Perfect talking about, oh, they don't need them, need them in New Orleans or well, well. Man, please, man. It, don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. I'm a working man. Sure. I don't go to all the games. But when I spend my money, I do want to see a good competitive game. And that's what I've been seeing this year when I've been going. Even when we lost, they still were competitive, you know, and they learning. And so, I, I, I just, man, it's, it's, that was my, I say, I like the dunk and all that. I like the decent tenacity, but at the same time, man, is that the electrify was in the game when you walk into the stadium. You know what sure. I'm saying? Yeah, no, I do. Yeah. I, it was so nice. I couldn't even come see you, and I was determined to come see you. <laughs> I couldn't even, it was so nice. No, man, look, I, mean, I, you know I, I enjoyed everybody. I did stop by, including the gentleman that opened up the pregame show by walking up and putting a big old number one using the middle finger right in front of Jordan saying, bleep you, Jordan, but then smiling and loving it. So I loved it. I loved it so much. Thank you, bud. Appreciate the phone call. You have yourself a, a good weekend. You too, sir. Yeah, yeah, I have a good one. You call us, you listen to us too. There he goes, Mr. Black. Eric, thank you for giving us a call here in the Sports Hangover. How are you today, bud? Hey, how you doing, guys? Doing good, man. Uh, long time caller, man. Hey, long time listener, first time caller. Good. Uh, just wanted to make a comment on the uh, the comparison that you was trying to make. Yeah. With her, and uh, and to be honest with you right now, Gus, 
Herb is our version of Stacey Augman. Mm. And as an extra added to that, Alvarado will be our version of Fred Van Fleet. Ooh. <laughs> uh, the guy that effectively was he, uh, Van Van <laughs> that guy there, man, he torched us that one game at Toronto, huh? You know what? what's incredible when you watch him play, man, is it's almost like he doesn't know any better, huh? And I love that there was a play yesterday, too. He got a shot blocked um, in the lane in the fourth quarter, and then there was, you know, big brother Valanchunas right next to me just grabbed it and put it in. But it, it was crazy. Like, I, I watched him play, and he just doesn't know any better. He just He legitimately is having fun. And more importantly, he's just making bas- he, he's like, he's a basketball player. Does that make sense? Like, he's just a basketball player, man. He just, he kind of seems to know when to give the dish, when, when to go ahead and take it. And even in that top of the key three hit in that first quarter, that I thought was big, just finding the space and just, he just looks confident. Like somebody forgot to tell him he shouldn't be that confident and somebody forgot to tell him he shouldn't be on the court, right? I mean, cause he doesn't play by it. Yes, sir. And I'm, and I'm here to tell you, man, is that Alvarado, is a true basketball player. He's out there playing with house money, man. He has nothing to lose, everything to gain, and every time he go out, he's leaving everything on the floor, man. Mm-hmm. And so whatever the results come, hey, he, he's going to live with it, and he's not afraid of it. You know what's interesting, too? You The two guys you brought up, and obviously it's because of the conversation we're having about comparisons and stuff, but I've been talking about this this week and yesterday on the pregame show as well. You know, Mr. Black, I asked him, what was the one moment that stood out to him? He said before the game. And and it was part of that connection that the fan base is sort of having with this team. And, dude, it, it, it's not it's not, it's not not the names. It's not the guys that you would think that would be plastered on the side of the arena. It's not, it has nothing to do with Zion. And I mean that in a good way because the guy hasn't played this year. Imagine if he does play, buys in, plays well. Then imagine what this place is going to be like. I mean, to to have a fan base care, show up, and get off their seats for a guy that plays defense, for a guy that was undrafted, you know, I mean, that that that's hard to do. Like, that's organic. You can't make that up. You can't market that. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. And, I mean, it just exemplifies what we stand for, man. We're... We're blue-collar workers in this region, man. And all we ever ask is just give us the effort and, and, and give us the love for what you have and the love for the game. Mm-hmm. And when they put it all out on the floor like that, man, just like the caller said earlier, and just like Alvarado said, man, we some dogs. It's funny you say that, dude. I, I, I've always said this, right? And um, you just want – all you want in this city is just somebody to give a bleep. Seriously. Just act yeah. like you give a bleep. And I've said this. Fan bases will support you if you lose, if the other team is better. And I've said this for seasons before Griff showed up and after Griff. Just just say what you're doing. Here's what we're going to do. We can promise you this. And when Willie Green first got here, that's what he said. Um, I don't know how many wins, and I don't know how long it's going to take, but we're going to play hard. And teams are going to fear playing us. And that's going to be night in and night out. And to listen to B.I. yesterday say it's the most he's ever seen in an arena, that's hard to do when you're not getting that support in that crowd. So these guys have done it on their own. Thank you for the phone call, man. I appreciate it. 
Have a good weekend, Eric. We come back. More of your phone calls. This is the Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Terrebonne General Health System Community Sports Institute is recognized for outstanding service and contributions to Terrebonne Parish. We provide a certified athletic trainer to every Terrebonne Parish high school. We also provide concussion baseline testing to over 1,400 student athletes annually, along with CPR and AED certification to over 500 area coaches at both the schools and the recreation.